0: Hi there, I'm Lane and this is Property Explained. These are my words and now I'm going to read them to you. Property investment in 1000 words. At the most basic of definitions, property investment uses properties to fund your future retirement. Yep, that's it. Simple, right? Or is it? In all honesty, the ins and outs of what's involved in property investing could fill a book. It did actually. Our book, Wealth Plan How to Invest in Property and Retire on Real Estate, is being released in late 2022. But for now, In this article, you'll learn the core basics of property investment in just 1,000 words. Starting now. Question one, what is property investment? As we've already said, property investment is buying property for the purpose of creating wealth. Now, there are two ways of potentially making money. Number one, rent paid by tenants. Or number two, house price growth, otherwise known as capital gains. Question two, what do I need to be a property investor? Great news, you don't need to be a millionaire. You don't even need to be rich, to be honest. In practice, you only need two things to get things rolling. Number one, you need your own home with some equity in it. Number two, you need a job to service the mortgage. Service is a fancy way of saying you have enough money to pay back the bank, the money it lends you. So no, don't go into this thinking you need stacks of cash in your bank account. You don't. Many Kiwis invest in property with less than five grand. Some investors will get 100% loans. Most of them, actually, in the end. There are a bunch of calculators online you can use to gauge if you're in the financial position to invest. Check them out. Question three, what sort of investor do you want to be? Great question, because really, when you strip up all the detail, there are only two types to choose from. Number one, buy and hold. Number two, buy and flip. If you're a buy and hold investor, you buy property and rent them out for the purpose of holding onto it for the long term to get the most capital gains out of it. Some buy and hold investors are passive, so they buy the new build and let it sit for 20 years. Some are active, which means they actively build wealth into their properties, which increases the rent substantially. Then they leave it for 20 years. The alternative is the buy and flip strategy, or flipping, as it is more commonly known. This is where you buy a property that needs some work, you renovate it, and then you immediately sell that property on. Question four, how do I choose a good investment property? You'll hear cash flow a lot in investment circles. Cash flow is the money that goes in and comes out of your investment property's bank account. So if you were to put it in an equation, it would be cash flow equals rent minus mortgage minus rates minus insurance minus tax. How much flow you have on your property investment's cash depends on a whole bunch of things, and it's mainly to do with your investment strategy. For instance, what's an acceptable cash flow to a passive buy and hold investor is going to be totally different to an active buy and hold investor. This is because new builds are often negatively geared, at least initially, which means the rent flowing in doesn't cover all of the other expenses. It's highly unlikely that an active investor who specializes in increasing rental income is going to settle for a negatively geared property after spending all that time and energy renovating it. Anyway, let's get back to new builds. An acceptable cash flow for a new build property is split into two camps, camp growth and camp yield. There's usually a trade-off between the two. So on the one end, a growth property tends to increase in value more substantially, but has less cash flow. Yet, a yield property tends to go up in value slower, but has a greater cash flow in the meantime. Your investment property's annual cash flow will be affected, in part, by the rental yield. Now, there are a couple of ways, and different types of yield, and different ways for calculating them. Here at OPEz, we have a benchmark of 4%, which means we wouldn't recommend a property which doesn't meet this standard. There's a bit more to it than that, obviously, but we'll leave it at this for now. Opes investors can use our return on investment calculator to understand the total gains any property could earn an investor over a 15-year period. Question five, how do I pick an investment property? So, the right investment property will be initially swayed by A, what strategy you choose, and B, how much you can afford. Remember, you've got to service your mortgage. But then you'll also have to think about where you want to invest and what sort of property is right for you. These details are going to be unique to each investor. For instance, if you're just starting out and have limited funds, an apartment or a two-bed townhouse in Christchurch may be the best option for you. But once you get a bit more established and you've got some more money behind you, it's likely you'll want to break into the more heavyweight areas. For instance, a standalone property in Outer Christchurch, a three or four-bedroom townhouse in Auckland, or a dual-key apartment in Wellington. Regardless, you're always going to want to look at the where to invest first. This is because you want your property to tick the boxes of A, long-term equity gain, as well as B, a reasonable yield. Both of these points are market-led, which means the property you choose will perform differently as per the region of your chosen market. This is why the frustrating answer for every investor's question, what's a good rental yield in the city I'm investing in, is it depends. This is where you need to do your own calculations to work out what sort of cash flow or yield you'll get for your property. Question six, how do I get a tenant for my investment property? Okay, so you've got your property, let's say. Now what do you do? It's vital to use a property manager. You'll pay them a percentage of your rent to look after the house and the tenant. That way, you don't get the tenant's 11pm calls when they've locked themselves out, or when the tap breaks, or if the shower's cold. The property manager will sort all these issues for you, as well as help you set the rent, run inspections, organise any maintenance and vet the tenants. They can also give you a rental appraisal, which is the predicted rent for your new build property. This is essential when working out the cash flow of your property and if you're going to achieve a reasonable yield. So it will play into the actual decision of buying whatever property you want to get. Question seven, how do I find an investment property? Well, there are two ways you can DIY it. There are loads of online tools out there, our articles included, to help you find a property, vet your own developer, work out your return on investment and get your tenants in. However, If you prefer to be guided along the process, you can enlist the help of investment property specialists. This is what we do here at OPEZ. But don't worry, you don't have to use us just because you're listening to my podcast. There are loads of companies out there to choose from. A quick Google search will do. Question 8. So, is property investment right for me? It could be. It depends on what your financial situation is and what sort of investment strategy you want to go for. But just know that there are loads of people out there who believe they can't invest when they actually can. It's really just a matter of getting investment ready and having an advisor talk you through what your options are. Obviously, there is so much more that goes into it beyond these 1,000 words, but these are the basic foundations. But, as our saying here in the office goes, don't wait to invest. Invest and wait. You've really kind of just got to go for it.